So how do you attract new business so you constantly don't have to chase it? Hi, I'm Mike Cuevas, the real estate marketing dude, and this podcast is all about building a strong personal brand people have come to know, like, trust, and most importantly, refer. But remember, it is not their job to remember what you do for a living, it's your job to remind them. Let's get started. What's up, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome to another episode of the Real Estate Marketing Dude Podcast. Um, folks, Rome is burning. Things are going all crazy. Holy shit, there's another NAR lawsuit. This one claims to take down the industry. The number two just came out, I think, yesterday. Um, folks, this is not going away. And what's going to happen, sorry, my mic's like pulling on me, but what's going to happen um, is that uh, the cream is going to, what's the, what's the saying? The cream rises to the top or what am I trying to say? Cream rises to the top. I think that's what it, what I'm trying to say. But that's what's going to happen. This is like a, a what's the Darwinism rule called? Um, survival of the fittest, right? Survival that's what's going fittest, to yeah. happen. Survival of the fittest right now. And people are freaking out. I'm loving it. Like, not that people are freaking <laughs> out, but I just see nothing but giant opportunities because I love paradigm shifts in the market when everything is going so smooth, so easy, no one changes and you become complacent. And it's that complacency that's got you kicking yourself in the pants right now because um, you haven't changed and the market just caught you with your pants down. And when that happens, you have to change. And so many people are just stuck right now. They're like, they're like, and they're not doing anything. But folks, if you listen and pay attention, if I'm, I, I told you last quarter here is just going to be about what to do when the shit changes. And um, this is going to be one of those shows. Mm -hmm. So we brought on Coach Dan Gordon, and Dan is going to go ahead and um, Dan's uh, whole brand is for badass entrepreneurs only. Okay, so we're going to talk to you about entrepreneurialism because you're not another salesperson chasing a check. If you're selling houses in real estate, you're, you don't work for your broker, you work for yourself. And if you're not positioned as an entrepreneur or you don't view yourself as an entrepreneur, I will promise you, you're going to be out of business in the next six to 12 months. So without further ado, let's go ahead and introduce our guest, um, Coach Dan. What's up, Dan? Uh, Mike, thank you. Thank you. Thank you uh, for having me. I just I love what you shared. Um, I am a big fan of things changing. I'm a big fan of things breaking. I'm a big fan of things failing yes. because in breaking, failing and changing, that's where you learn the most about yourself. That's where you grow. Look, as human beings, we are designed to avoid new things. It's just it is endemic in our humanity. Right? Your your ego, like the part of you that keeps you safe, tells you don't do anything new. And when something new happens, it says, run away from it. Yeah. But look, I have studied successful people all of my professional career. And the one through line of every successful person, I'm talking from Richard Branson to Dr. King, Mother Teresa, everybody who has made a splash in the world, they have run towards change, not away from it. Now, it's an easy thing to say. Right. I mean, that's a refrigerator magnet. That's an, that's an Instagram post, but how do you do it? Right. right. It reminds me of like when I went skydiving, right? I was all about skydiving till my instructor rolls open the door at 10,000 feet. And I'm like, holy shit, this, it just got super real. Yeah. That's so here's the, here's the first thing I want you, not you, Mike, but you, the listener, to remind yourself of. And that is, I'm safe. No matter what's going on that's different or crazy or you're worried about, actually, you're safe. 
And it is in worry that you shut down your creative pipeline and things get worse. So worrying does not help. We only worry because we because we feel like we're in control, right? If I'm worried about something, I'm taking action. You're not. You're actually limiting yourself. So the first thing you have to do is you have to surrender worry. And you have to remember, man, if something was going to take you down, it would have happened by now. You know, the fact, and I love realtors. I love people who are, who are, in, who are in real estate. I've, I've worked with over a thousand entrepreneurs. And the thing I love about people in real estate is they work harder because they have to. It's a really weird business. You begin a real estate business at a very high dollar product. And most people who get into business do not start at a high dollar product. You guys jump right in to the fire. And so because of that, it is so important that you connect with your clients on an emotional level. Thank you. And, right. <laughs> and so what that means. Wait, is, everyone has commission breath though. Everyone's out there selling their shit. Hey, have you seen interest rates? Here's the post going around the, the social media right now. Yeah. Here's what happened in 1972 when buyers waited for interest rates to come down. I'm like, quit selling your shit, dude. Like, why do you always have to sell? Stop, sell, stop selling and start serving people. And watch what happens. Right. Like exactly, you can't be a salesperson anymore. Like you, 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 you are in sales, okay? But yeah. anyone in sales isn't good unless they're good, great at service first. Yeah, and and what you're saying um, about sales, the the perfunctory term of sales is that everybody hates salespeople because of the way that salespeople act now. If you are selling in that way, you aren't a salesperson. You're a con artist. You're trying to convince someone to buy something. If And we've all had those experiences where we bought something and we're like, wow, the person who sold me this, they weren't like a salesperson at all. They just helped me. Yeah. Like That's what you have to do. So we've been looking at condos in uh, Long Beach, right? And the thing that's so fascinating about the this, the um, the realtors that we've talked to is, so many of them, just like you say, Mike, they're just pushing product. Here's what I want to hear. And I've never heard this once, but for my clients who are salespeople, uh, or who are real estate uh, agents, I've told them to do this and it works like a charm. When someone walks into a house that you're selling, you greet them and you say, hey, can I tell you the thing I don't like about this house and the three I things to, I, I love I, about this I house? I used to do that all the time. I used to trash the fucking house. And I'd be right. like, just because I honestly, the first showing was like, I always set up a decoy showing because on the first showing, no one knows no matter what you guys like, you guys know the business. Like people say they want this. They never end up buying what they fucking end up yeah. saying they want buying from the beginning. So I always threw a bomb in the middle, especially on the first groups of showings. And I was there to earn trust. And I'd be like, dude, I wouldn't let yeah. your, I wouldn't let your grandma buy this house with a 10 foot pole. Like, <laughs> fucking Get the fuck out of here. Like there's no way in hell I'm letting anyone buy this house. And I'll talk them out of the sale, but you're right. Cause what happens is that people are just like, damn, that guy's looking out for me. And when you, right. those the little kid. things yeah. are what generate referrals, guys, those little things. Yeah. And all I was doing is being best interest of my client. Like if you wouldn't buy it yourself, then why the hell would you let them? Like, so we just <laughs> called moral responsibility, dude. Like I don't, that, to me, that's common sense. Um, but there's a lot of pe people that it's not to, and it's scary. And you guys are the ones that are going to get your ass kicked as this lawsuit changes. All right. 
And and it is scary. And the scary part is, is that you put all this time and all this effort into work some into something and you get nothing from it. Right. And when that happens over and over, you get traumatized. I mean, straight up, you get traumatized by it. And your worry, this is what I was talking about earlier, your worry starts telling you a story that it's going to happen again. But the only way it's going to happen again, if what, if you don't do something different, right? So I love what, I love what you said, trash the place. Right? You will gain so much yardage by telling yeah. someone, I do not like this about this house. And if you buy it, you have to be aware that this exists. You know, yeah. we, we were looking at this condo and, and it was next door to uh, this big apartment complex. And we said, you know what, we're worried that it's going to be noisy. And the, the realtor said, oh, no, 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 they're really quiet, right? Like he knows every person in the apartment complex, yeah, right? Like he's good. Said, right? Bullshit, right? So what he should have said is- you know, How'd right. you feel though, right? When he said that, what'd you do? Like internally, you're probably like, fuck you, this guy oh, sucks. I, I didn't do anything internal. I laughed at him. Did you right? still and, use him? Wait, no, of course not. See so guys, we, we, do you right? see that guys? Out. But if he had said, look, you're right. It could be, it could be noisy. I don't know. I haven't spent a night here, but the fact is this place is a hundred thousand dollars cheaper than the one down the street that looks exactly like this, that doesn't have an apartment complex next to it. So you, you're going to have to trade either a potential for some noise or spend an, an extra hundred K and I'm, I'm good either way. I remember, right? uh, oh, I'm sorry. I don't mean to cut you off. Yeah. Started. I'm saying that would have made me trust him. Yeah. That would have made me, me say, you know what, right? But you cannot, in any objection that somebody has, you cannot counter that objection by trying to convince them that their objection isn't real. You start with this, hey, I get it. Or that makes sense. Whatever they say, start with, hey, I get it. Or that makes sense. And you will gain their trust. Be on their side. Do not be on your side. Nobody cares about you. They care about themselves. So don't just promote the house like it's lipstick on a pig. Be honest. Be authentic. Even if they don't buy that house, they're going to come back to, to you, which is how we got our realtor in Long Beach. It's somebody who did that, and we picked her. And when I was selling real estate in Chicago, um, one of Ooh. the listings I took um, – didn't hire their previous agent. I'm not going to call them out, but you know who you are, Colin, you scumbag. Um, but anyway, <laughs> <laughs> anyways, um, he I guess when she bought the house, um, and I lived on the L. If you don't know what the L is, it's a train, okay? Oh, yeah, 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 for sure. Yeah, it's, and yeah. if you live next to the train, that thing is loud. I lived on the L for three years, so I know it front and hand. And um, he told this buyer that was now my seller at the time that, oh, well, the, the CTA is going to go ahead and put rubber. They have plans to put rubber wheels on all the L trains, and that's going to actually increase your value because the only reason this is at a good price right now is because the property is next to the L train. But once that noise factor goes away, you're like into a 10 to 15% equity cushion, no doubt. I'm like, uh -huh. you think they that that lot that train is louder now than it's ever been since it's been uh, alive there. But same thing, he just talks them into it. And then look how much, yeah. what was the opportunity cost on that, right? Well, I got right. the listing a couple of years later and that turned into a buy too. So um, be honest, I like it. Let's go to point number yeah. two, Dan. You're at a uh, surrender. Yeah. Um, and then what's next? Listen to what people are saying. Like, and you have to listen to people beneath their words, 
right? So if somebody says um, it's too expensive, what are they really saying? They're saying, I'm afraid I'm going to spend a lot of money and I'm not going to get value out of this, right? I'm not going to get what I want. And so again, someone says it's too expensive. Like, yeah, I know the market's crazy right now. Like, it is expensive. But let's talk about what it is that you want, right? So you get someone to open up, just get them talking about their feelings because people do not buy based on logic. They buy based on emotion. People don't buy on price. They, base on, they buy based on emotion. And if you are not talking with someone about emotion, about the things that they want, about the things that they're concerned about, about the things that they love, then you're having a, a conversation that is happening. It, it's like talking to someone uh, uh, across uh, a courtyard and yelling back and forth at them, as opposed to being right up with them and chatting with them. Right? Um, when when I talk with someone, one of the first things I, I say is, "Hey, what's the best thing that's happened to you so far today?" Right? Because it gets them into what their feelings are. So whenever I walk into, uh, or, or whenever we, we we walk into a condo that we're looking at, it's always the same questions. How long have have you been looking? Have you been looking in the area? And do you have an agent? Yeah. Right. And those three questions are designed to get business out of. I forgot us. question number four. Can you please sign what? in here? Yeah. Oh. Can you, can you please sign in I here? And give me your so, give me your social security number, <laughs> where you live, and everything else, and um. So I could call you and right. try to close you. I saw you on something. Stop asking people to sign in. Stop yeah. it. Stop please, it. Stop please, it. Please, please, please. Unless they show interest in you. Look, if, if people dated or tried to date the way that people try to sell, this is how this is how it would go. You'd walk up to someone in 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 the bar and go, "Hey, give me your phone number," and then they'd be like, "Wait, what?" Like, "Hey, what do you say if we go back to my place?" I would think it'd be the other way. You wouldn't even ask for the phone number. You're just saying, look, there is no phone number. Let's just go back to my place. You you have to warm people up and you have to really be focused on what they want, how they're feeling, what they're struggling with. You know, it's when someone walks in and say, hey, you know, how's your buying or, you know, how is your house shopping experience going? Like, and, and they're going to say, yeah, it's been a, a little rough. Yeah. Like, yeah, I bet it is. I mean, I don't, I don't envy you. Yep. You know I mean? I've, you know, it, it's a, it's rough selling houses, but you have it worse. Right. Show that you understand them. Go to where they are. Let me ask you a, a question. Um, just switched um, this yeah. topic up a tad. And um, like right now you have, 8% interest rates, essentially mm. properties yeah. are way overvalued. Mm-hmm. Uh, to be honest. <laughs> um, and, and if they're not, they're, they're expensive. Like they don't come down, but like, just it's simple math to me. Like there's only so many people that can afford so many houses and at some time, yeah. but when it's at inch, 8% rate, so not only that, but then yeah, you have this NAR lawsuit that comes into the mix. Yeah. So realtors are already having a bad year. They're already on people are quitting left and right. Like it's happening. Like, of course it's gonna happen. Transactions are down 30%. Of course, you're gonna lose mm-hmm. agents. That's just common sense. But what do you tell someone right now that has all this this adversity and challenges? Because they're like they're from an agent, and I understand, guys. Um, you're gonna have to change, but I understand that you're scared. And um, what do you tell them right now? They're like, Oh, they're my reality is commission compression is real, right? You guys aren't gonna be getting 
5% on a listing anymore. It's just not going to happen. Like you could start, right. my guess is, my guess is it's going to go down to about one and a half percent would be what I would anticipate my hmm. sides going down to, which means it's going to be cut like 40%. I, I don't think it's going to happen overnight. I think it's going to be like five years from now. Mm-hmm. However, what do you tell someone with that? What, what, what is the opportunity now? Well, uh, every entrepreneur who comes to me has a reason why they're not selling. Right. It's the economy. It, you know, it was COVID. It's my mother-in-law, right? It's this. It, and what I say to everybody is somebody's selling, right? Right now, there is somebody with a lot of money, spending a lot of money on something really expensive. Well, who is that person selling it to them? What are they doing? And the big question is, have you invested your time and energy in learning how to sell better? Have you watched uh, YouTube videos? Have you talked to people who are doing well? Have you researched online people in your area, um, realtors who are selling well? Have you had lunch with them? Right, Not to pick their brain, but to say, hey, I just like get to know people in your business who are doing well in your business. You don't have to buy anything from them. Just get to know them. Yep. Because there is a way that you are being, if you are struggling, that is not working. And if you try to keep doing more of the same thing, it's like driving faster in the wrong direction. So it's up to you to, to find out. And I and I actually like to help all of you. I have a giveaway. Can I give your audience something? Yeah, shoot. Okay, so I have a book called Jumping the Gap, Kill Your Story and Take Action. And this is a book that I wrote about seven years ago after I lost everything. And in a month, I lost $70,000. I lost my marketing company. My world went to shit. Eight months later, I walked out on stage in Dallas, Texas, being paid $10,000 for my first speaking gig. Now, the, the journey from the floor to the stage was all about changing the stories in my head, what I believe. Like, the real estate market is crap. That's a story. Now, of course, in the 3D world, you can point to it and say, yeah, it's actually happening. But I'll say again, somebody's sell- selling houses, somebody's buying houses, you can be that person. So changing your story is the beginning. So to get my book, it's free. Just text the word GAP, G-A-P, to this number, 213-409-8366. 213-409-8366. Text the word GAP, G-A-P to 213-409-8366, text the word GAP. And you can download, it's a quick, easy read. And so many people have told me, wow, this really blew my mind. I thought these things that I believed were real, turns out it was just a story. And the great thing, when you stop telling yourself stories, you can get the people that you're selling to, to stop telling themselves stories. Like it's too expensive, now isn't a good time, I'm not ready, those are all stories. Yeah. Jumping the gap is about moving yourself and moving other people from one side of where they are, where they don't want to be to the other side where they do want to be over the gap of their fears. And the only reason that you're struggling right now is because you have fear. You have fear that you're not good enough, that it's not going to work. And you're afraid of investing yourself in learning new things. Because when you learn new new things, there is you realize the shit ton of things that you don't know. It's it is um, it's terrifically intimidating. Oh yeah. wow, I have to learn all these new new things, and but it's the only like when I 
changed my, my life. I had to learn so many new things in such a short period of time. And it was really hard. But you know what I got used to? I got used to not knowing things and I got used to failing. And, and not knowing things and failing is the best way to turn your life around. And um, sounds like we have very similar stories um, in uh, our personal lives. But um, you guys, like what he's saying is absolutely uh, true. Like until, you know, I say survival of the fittest, it's like the squirrel <laughs> is out there, figures out where the nuts are, right? He's just going to figure it out. Animals right. just figure it out and you'll just figure it out too. But you have to change like, and um, that's the opportunity there is right now. And it is reluctant. I remember when I was making so much money that my ego was so big. Mm. that I was my own worst enemy. And mm. what, and what ended up happening was I, I wouldn't change. Like I, I couldn't, at that time, I couldn't even like book appointment on my own calendar because I'd have someone do it for me. I couldn't even, <laughs> I couldn't even do the most basic shit. Like seriously, yeah. I, I, I'm embarrassed about that whole time in my life. And it wasn't until I went broke that and yeah. I had no money that I had to just get back and figure it out myself. But it took the complacency that I was at at like the three to four year period, whatever that was, two, three years, whatever it was, um, fucked up my mind so bad that I literally couldn't even do anything. Mm. Like yeah. I could, I was just so used to having everything done for me and everyone saying yes to me, whatever the fuck I wanted them to do that. Um, when I, when everyone left and the money was gone, I couldn't even fucking put on my own damn pants, dude. Like it was embarrassing. Yeah. And it took that, um, I don't know what the word is, but it took that experience, that humble, humble, humbleness, I guess, yeah. humbling experience it's, to literally I, like now I'm t it's like if I, I won't let anyone do anything I haven't done first right. because I have to do it. Like, especially now in business, we're growing, I'm hiring, I'm doing this, doing that. Yeah. And I don't believe you could run any company without something you haven't done yourself, at least be Completely. the lead of it. And yep. I'm, I'm putting myself in all those positions. I personally We'll shoot videos of people. I've personally done all this stuff. I grinded it out because I know the process. I'm perfecting the process. Then I'll teach that mm. to somebody else. And yep. when I teach that to somebody else until they're ready, then I'm going to do it with another person. Then I'm going to do it with another person. And I'm going to keep fucking going until I have 20 of you guys. Right. And uh, it's just same thing. Like I'm going through a lot of reflection right now. I read mm. two books this month. I haven't reread. I, I read two books this month. I haven't read a book in fucking five years. <laughs> Well, you I'm have going, to get jumping the gap, man. I'm going to a business uh, uh, church event tonight. Yeah. I signed up for a conference. I'm I'm you Wait. have to do this stuff, guys. Like yep. I'm pushing myself out there. I'm doing it, but you have to do it too. And that, that's the opportunity in the business. If you stick around with all these Debbie Downers and people doing the same shit, you're going to be one of them. So you have to get out, go to these events, fly across the country, call Coach Dan, hire people, get with people, listen to people, read, do everything you weren't doing 12 to 18 months ago. What are your closing thoughts, Dan? Be afraid. Like, seek discomfort. Yeah. The things that you don't want to do, do those things. If you find yourself comfortable in conversations, you're talking to the wrong people. If you're, if you're uh, unloading with someone and you're both griping about the industry right now, you're talking to the wrong person. Yep. If you are not talking to someone who is doing 10 times better than you, you are wasting your time. You always want to be the dumbest person in the room. Your, your, your industry is changing dramatically as all industries are. You got to stay on top of the wave. And that's going to mean investing yourself in doing the things you don't want to do because that's what every successful person has done throughout history.
I like it. Um, why don't you tell them one more time where you get that book? Yeah. Jumping the gap, kill your story and take action. Just text the word gap, G-A-P, 213-409-8366, 213-409-8366. Text the word gap, G-A-P. Appreciate Coach Dan and appreciate you guys listening. Folks, if you like that change, it's time to go ahead and check out the software we just released, referralsuite.com. That's www.referralsuite.com. It's S-W-E-E-T, just like the Popsicle. And the reason why is because the industry is changing. We're changing with it. So for all you that stop and you neglect your database, because that's the reality where the business really comes from, the people you know, like, and trust and like, and trust you, well, now's the time to change and start marketing them, right? If you're not generating ancillary streams of income with your service from companies like solar mortgage and all these other streams of income that you're literally just passing by, well, you need to check out referral suite folks, build a brand. Your broker's not gonna do it for you. Um, you work for yourself. I don't care who you work with or where you hang your license. Um, now's the time to do it. Put on your big boy pants. See you on the other side. Peace. Thank you for watching another episode of the real estate marketing dude podcast. If you need help with video or finding out what your brand is, visit our website at www.realestatemarketingdude.com. We make branding and video content creation simple and do everything for you. So if you have any additional questions, visit the site, download the training, and then schedule time to speak with a dude and get you rolling in your local marketplace. Thanks for watching another episode of the podcast. We'll see you next time.